She's April. And she's Molly. And we are... The Book Besties? Not every vampire has super speed. Not every vampire can fly. This vampire makes pineapples. It, it, it puts the skin on the lotion situation here, like... I'm really scared that I'm just going to get a, a STD just by clicking on the link. Are there condoms that can withstand vampire venom? I need answers. <laughs> I, I get my first restraining order. <laughs> I'm assuming so. <laughs> I think that's what we're called. That's what it says here on my sticker. I, I, I mean, I think so. I don't know. I um, I have I have a big girl job now. I know. I, I'm so proud of you. I have a big girl job, guys. I have a grown up big girl job where I go mm -hmm. to the place from mm -hmm. Monday through Friday, and they mm -hmm. give me big girl paycheck. I'm so proud of you. And you know what the best part of this place is? What names? I love uh, us humans because we are so creative, and we're like, you know what? I hate this. I'm fixing and change it. And that's what people are doing. They're just fixing and changing shit. And I love it. Good for you guys. I love it. Pick all the names. Keep going, gang. I, I just think that means that we're getting closer to the uh, need of someone like Katniss Everdeen to save us from the government. Well, it could also mean we're getting closer to that whole uh, idiocracy scene, you know? Mm. Mike Judd might be more right and less Suzanne Collins, you know? Your office is so hella clean. Not yeah. The cleanest uh, I've seen it in a minute. My books look great, right? Yeah. Piper was fucking with them. So I'm getting a new bookshelf and we had them all pulled down and she was like going to like organize them and have them all mm -hmm. by category. And I was like, hey kid, I got a film today. And she's like, fine, I'll put them back on the shelf. <laughs> mm. I was like, fine. I, I like, just want to say I support that, Piper. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Slay she's definitely going to clean. Yeah, but she's not. She's not going to be a librarian. She's an astronaut, Aunt April. Stop. We, I need to stop telling her that her backup needs to be her backup job needs to be an astronaut because she cannot have a backup job because your only future job is astronaut. Like, They're not going to take astronauts to go to Mars and build a colony for us that don't have a background in something else. I, she just she does. She is not accepting we're having backup jobs. They're not doing that. There's no way Piper's going to need something else. Archivist is probably a good choice. She just won't hear it. Okay, oh, well, not from me. Whatever. How, how have you been? Oh, man. So, I don't remember if we talked about this last week, but mm -hmm. spoiler to everybody, we're filming ahead. Um, we were taking a, the month of January off because mm -hmm. we decided... We fucking deserve it. Well... A kinder way of saying that is we ran ourselves ragged for the first few seasons and yeah. we realized that viewership and listenership wise, most people are not reading every week with us. They're catching up. Yeah. And so taking longer stretches of time off during the year, including the summer when I am super busy at the library mm -hmm. and including January when most people are still on um, recovery from holidays is like very healthy for our mental health and it actually has increased our streams. It has. So, um, so with that said, we are filming in January because I am having surgery in February. Finally. 
So uh, this has been a long time coming. I've been Hi, in clean for years mm-hmm. and um, we've tried everything else and it's just not helped. So fun fact, um, it's the same surgery I had. Yeah, so, it's the same. April loves being just like me. Listen, I'm the older one, bitch. I just like to do you things You just first. like being like me. Okay. Um, I just predict what's going to happen to you. I'm not falling down the stairs and breaking both my legs. Girl. I did that a while ago. And I know. Both of them. I didn't break them. I just had to have casts so they were immobile so I didn't fuck them more. I don't want to do that next. You don't <laughs> predict what's going to happen by going there first. Um, so... Anyway, so I have to have surgery. So I've been doing all this prep work to mm-hmm. make sure that work is covered. So right. I'm pretty worn out right now. So I find time. myself being unable to be awake. <laughs> when I'm home, I am pretty much asleep. You know what I've realized? Having a big girl job makes you really fucking tired. Mm-hmm. I have a sleep schedule. Like mm-hmm. Molly's going to bed at nine. Molly doesn't do that. Yeah. But the. This week, I actually had a few nights that I was falling asleep before 8 o'clock. Mm. And Tom would have to wake me up to tell me, hey, you got to take your nighttime meds. Because I hadn't taken them yet. And if mm-hmm. I don't take my nighttime meds, then I don't get my, my Zoloft. And, you know. The, the, everything's just all fucking Everything's double. bad. I keep, so, I keep forgetting my morning meds. So, I'm so right oh my gosh. You have got to take your morning meds. That's your ADHD pet pill. You I only forgot it that. today. I only forgot today's. Great. Which it's I had to be a go. great episode, friends. I have so, a story for you after we get off here. Okay. Well, ADHD. so the point of me telling you all this is that it is possible that I may miss an episode this season or two um, if we can't get too far enough ahead. And then Katie will join Molly and the group chat will be left unsupervised again. And I know Katie would secretly love it if I'm not well enough to film with Chessie so that she could be on that. She wants to meet Chess so bad. So bad. Yeah. Um, so Maybe that's anyway. your birthday present this year. Happy birthday, Katie. You and Chessie. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, okay, so we are talking about romance novels for the month of right. February. We are on our second week. Our first week was last week, and we read part of your world and we both loved it this week we are talking about this book my roommate Roommate is is a vampire vampire. by jenna levine um and uh we'll talk about the rest of the month at the end of the episode but our friend nikki payne will be back next week that's gonna be a fantastic episode i'm so excited excited. i am reading at work on my kindle Mm -hmm. and um i'm reading like in the lunch break and these people don't know me yet so i've had to explain the weird a couple of times and every Mm -hmm. once in a while i'm like Y'all get used to it, I swear. <laughs> like, that's just, like, a preface. You'll get I don't know if you me. get used to the weird of Molly or if you just, like, come to, like, accept it. Or if it's just nonchalant anymore. Like, you just, you're like, oh, look, Molly's being a freakazoid again. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sitting there reading, right? And I, te- I emailed this to Nikki and I'm like, that bitch. And then I looked around and I remembered I was in the break room and everybody was having lunch. And I was just like, sorry, gang. I can't wait to finish the book and to talk to her about it because, like, the first couple of pages in, I immediately went on Instagram and was like, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, I'm already loving this book. It's just... It, Girl, her, the way that she writes, like, it's just so good. It's not just that it's good. It's smart. Mm -hmm. It's smart writing and Mm -hmm. it's easy. 
like I read a couple of days ago where she was talking about we shouldn't be doing all no, this. No, let's talk about this on the Nikki's web episode. I just she just is so smart. I want to like, talk about like, it now because I'm enjoying it. I know, this right? Book, she's like talking book. about she's talking about people who are black and they always have a little Native American in them, but it's mm-hmm. always Cherokee, always Cherokee. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that is white people do that too. We're always Cherokee. <laughs> like, oh, my neck of the woods. My neck of the woods. They're always Iroquois. Mm. Everyone's yeah. Iroquois. My neck of the woods. Mm. Which I mean. Possibly. Anyway, (laughs) so so we'll talk about that next week with Nikki. I'm very excited. But this week, My Roommate is a Vampire by Jenna Levine. Um, This was a recommendation from our friend Heather, also known as Bookables, who was on our podcast last season. She was our season premiere guest. And she'll be back again um, at the end of this season, I think. Which is Um, super exciting. Yeah, she's great. Come back. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, and if you haven't checked her stuff out, we'll put her link in the doodly doos. Oh yeah, I mean she's like hella famous, Molly. People probably know her, and they're you like, don't know who, who the are fuck these? She is? How are who you are here? these book besties, bitches? We know bookables. So, um, anyway, uh, side note: book besties is like a really popular hashtag now on TikTok. So, like every time that we. Mm-hmm. put up a thing and we're tagging hashtagging book besties our stuff's now coming up i know and y'all people are... stuff because it's like a really popular tag y'all now. don't realize you're copping our style <laughs> we've been calling ourselves book besties since like the 2021 the te- 21 bitch i haven't known you since 20 21 oh i thought you meant for the podcast yeah i was like i thought you said 21 2001 i was like I was in no, high school. 2021 was when we started the pod. <laughs> I was like, I was in high school. No, Ugh, but we've been gross. calling we've been calling each other book besties longer than that, though. I know. Like, but now it's helping our, our rating on TikTok too, which is great. All right, okay. let's talk about the synopsis of this book. Fine. Cassie's life is kind of a mess. She's being being evicted for non-payment again. She can't seem to find a full-time art gig in which she has her master's degree. And she's a third wheel for her newly married best friend. Gay best friend. He's the, he has to be the gay best friend. Of There's course. a lot of cliches in that first sentence. Of course. In her desperation to find affordable housing in Chicago, she responds to an incredibly underpriced listing on Craigslist to rent a room from the very eccentric Fredwick. Frederick J. Fitzwilliam. No, go back to Fredwick. I like that more. Frederick. Fredwick. It fits the character more. Frederick. Well, Frederick was my grandfather's name, so this was difficult for me. Oh, um, I'm sorry. While Frederick may seem like some weird Chicago hipster, Cassie soon discovers that he is, in fact, a vampire. If you didn't guess by the title. No. The only problem is that it's too late to convince her heart that he might be dangerous. Uh, Told through first-person POV and letters between Cassie and Frederick, this story is a modern vampire romance with open-door spice. I wish it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) This is like the one instance where I'm like, oh, maybe closed door would have been better. (laughs) Maybe it would have been better if it wasn't so open. And I never say that. My biggest complaint about closed door and cracked door is like, why is it not open? I'm an adult. I want to read that. It's just. Oh gosh. Okay. We'll get there. That's on the question list. So we'll get there. Uh, First question. 
All right. This book was actually recommended to us by our friend Heather from yes. Bookables. Um, Heather actually just posted a TikTok uh, today uh-huh. of Dark Recording Day, not the day this episode comes out, that this is one of her top romances for 2020, 2023 that she read. So did you think this book lived up to the recommendation? All right, Heather, you have great taste. She does. You have great taste normally. I'm going to add the normally in there. Um, however, my friend. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> what the actual fuck? <laughs> this was like my middle schooler writing Twilight fanfic? Fanfic. This yes. is fanfic. This is, this this is Twilight feels- Wattpad that a middle schooler wrote and doesn't really know about sex. <laughs> oh, man. And I want to be nice to this author because there is some real funny lines in here. There is some So good- funny. I definitely and laughed out loud several parts. The writing isn't bad. It's not that mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's immature. Mm-hmm. And this does not feel like an adult writing a novel. Mm-mm. And- this is a very young writer, and this is very apparent mm-hmm. this is a young writer, and because of the immaturity of them as a writer, I was feeling some kind of way about this book. So, as a person, she doesn't look young. I think she's just young as in green. Like she, this is her first published novel. I don't... It, yeah, when I say young, I mean green. Like, yeah. there, there's a maturity that comes with writing. Mm-hmm. It's like if let's talk about Francesca Zappia, she is a mm-hmm. longtime friend of the book, the, the book besties and mm-hmm. very well versed amongst our friends and our, top shelf author, top shelf always author. top shelf author. She is a well-versed author, but you can tell from her first book to her most recent book that she has matured. You can mm-hmm. see in her first book that she was green compared to more, her more recent book where she is less green. It happens. It mm. comes with time as we write, as we edit, as we read. The more we become versed as writers, the more mature and developed our writing becomes. This mm-hmm. is just a baby author. This mm-hmm. is a baby author with baby ideas. And her editor didn't stomp on her dreams. <clears throat> and I'm here for that. <laughs> well, her second her second book comes out this year. So we'll. I, I don't know that I'll read it. But we I may see if it's better. But it's also vampire paranormal romance. My Vampire I guess, Plus One, it's called. Yeah. It, and I thought maybe that was like a sequel. Like it but was going to be like Cassie having a baby and I was going to be like, vampires don't have sperm, but it's not. It's a different mm. thing. But like, okay, so my issue is that um, oh, like at the beginning of this book, it felt very much like, um, what's it called? Uh, Legends and Lattes. Like I it was like, like Yeah. I liked it a lot too. It was like, oh, this is a plane break. This is a brain break. It's very predictable. I'm here for that. I've said multiple times that when I read a romance novel, yeah, when I read a romance novel, I'm not looking for something new. I'm looking for the formula. I'm looking for the formula. If I want something new that isn't formula, I will read someone like um, uh, Geneva Rose. I will read Geneva Rose. I will read. I will read uh, fucking Geneva Rose's one. I was going to say. Lauren Asher. I'll read um, Lauren Asher. 
I was gonna say Emily St. John Mandel, which yep. is uh, the author of um, Station Eleven. Johnny, you didn't like, but that was. I'm gonna read well, Andy she's still Weir. She's a good app writer. I'm gonna read Andy. Andy Andy Weir. That's when I'm looking for something that isn't the formula. That's gonna challenge okay? my brain, but also right. keep me on a journey. Romance, right. I don't need to be challenged. There right. is nothing I need to discover here. We and, are not making huge, massive life changes in this romance novel. We are and not for probably and for probably. We are. I not never really having, thought the writing was great. This is the <clears throat> eat, pray, love gang. You know what I mean? Like, no. I never really thought the writing was great, but until about here, uh huh, in the book, which for those of you who are just listening, um, two six page two sixty two. For about mm. that much, I didn't hate it. I never right. thought it was great. But I was like, oh, okay, maybe three and a half, maybe like close to a four. Let's see what happens when the spice hits. This is when the spice hits. And at that point, I was like, absolutely not. This yeah. book is, uh, no, this is a no for me. And, you know, I, th like, I literally went, Bleh! so we'll get there in a minute. Yeah, I want to talk um, about it, but we'll get uh, to that question because right. I have things to <laughs> right. say. So, I. Like, here's the thing. Heather has recommended a lot of books to me. Girl reads um, a we, lot, though. Oh, yeah, she does. I mean, she's very famous in the um, book influencer world, and so she gets a lot of arcs. And, uh -huh. um, like, she's not getting arcs like the rest of us who are, like, big borrowing and stealing them. Publishers no, 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 no. are sending her. They're probably her... sending them to her by the crate load. Yeah. Which, yeah. Not jealous, whatever. Shut yeah. up, Heather. Nobody asked you. <laughs> Um, I can't so, wait to have you back, girl. Seriously. <laughs> I know. Seriously. She was so much fun the first time. Um, but for me, this is the first one I read that she recommended that I was like, hmm. Hard no. pass. No, no, no. But I have read a lot of her recommendations. And that was the first one. I was like, mm, no. no. All right. So number two. Ready? Yeah. All right. Cassie responds to an ad on Craigslist. Which was so shocking to me because I actually didn't know people still use Craigslist. Craigslist is for finding puppies and farm equipment. And um, man meat man. Yeah. Man Have you ever man. been to their looking for like dating? No, uh, it's scary. It's like me. just a bunch of penis pics. I, I, I'm really scared that I'm just going to get a, a STD just by clicking on the link. It's a lot of penis pics. It's like... I don't doubt that. I'm a dude looking to bang another dude for, like, just tonight. Here's my dick so that you know what you're getting into. Hard pass. Yeah. It's very no, funny, though. I, I used to be very entertained by reading the ads. The men make men. Yeah. I used to men make Tom read them. I'd be like, wait a minute. You got to read this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This ad is written in a way that seems like the apartment owner is older. Old. Uh, and the apartment is way underpriced. Uh, yeah. So what do you think about Cassie's choice to still take the apartment? Um, I mean, it's set up like a fantasy novel. Like $200 in Chicago in modern day. That man's going to kill you, tear your skin 100%. off, wear it as a coat layer. Mm -hmm. Like, he's mm -hmm. not giving mm -hmm. you a room for rent for $200. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He will give you $200 for your kneecap. That's what's mm -hmm. going to happen here. He's literally you're definitely it. going to be losing organs while you're yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, your chin, your jawbone will become an uh, ashtray. That's what's mm -hmm. happening in this house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, 
he, he puts the skin on the lotion situation here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, not... yeah, 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 yeah. This is um, FBI would have taken that listing down in real life. Right, 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 right. Um, we're not a uh... someone's batshit crazy. Right. And, and he's her like, loyal only... friend just let her go in by him herself. I wouldn't have let like no. no. He was no. encouraging her. He's like, go, no. it's fine. It's fine. It's I mean, fine. we have to have some setup to put them in the same situation. Right. And it's kind of a cute but roommate. We could have also done this. We could have done this like, okay, him putting the rent for like a low thousand, okay? Mm-hmm. And then her going in like, I'm going to lowball him and try to like negotiate and think she's being clever. And this is this is what I would have done as the author, okay? And she goes in, she looks around, she sees all the weird shit and she goes, I'm going to really lowball him and get him down to like, she thinks she's going to get him to like 600 or something, right? And she goes, 200! And he goes, okay! You know what I mean? Because that, he wouldn't have known to negotiate because he had been asleep right. for what? Oh, freaking hundred years. hundred years. Yeah, yeah so yeah. It, it, it would have been an easier way to make that a more believable plot line. Does that make sense? Yeah. But, I, I don't know, I'm just nitpicking here. Yeah. I mean, that's what we do, and I don't think there's any way not to nitpick this story. There has to be some way to bring them together. She chose close proximity with the roommate situation. Cassie worked at a fucking coffee shop. He could have gone in there. there. Yeah. She worked at the fucking library. He loves to read. He research. Well, he loves to read. Like, come on. Like, this is just... They could have had a meet-cute. They absolutely could have. They could have. All right, Frederick is, of course, impossibly fast in the skin that is ice cold. Since we both like Twilight. Say it. <laughs> Out <laughs> loud. Okay. I'm wondering uh, right if... Right to center here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if we could do a quick comparison of the two because I couldn't stop myself from it. I, was... I couldn't either. And couldn't. by the way, the author actually uses the phrase, I was irreverently in love with him. With and him. I was like, are you fucking Come kidding on. me? Come on! Come on! Come on! Uh, so anyway, uh, what did you think about this compared to Twilight? If okay, here's the deal. I thought this was going to be a cheesy, jokey kind of mm-hmm. my roommate with. Mm-hmm. That's what my rooting was for. I was mm-hmm. hoping for a comedic rom com where, mm-hmm. like, this is ridiculous. I was mm-hmm. rooting for a ridiculous rom-com where this is stupid and it makes fun of this. And it's like, not another teen movie kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I was rooting for. And she didn't go far enough to make it that, right? Mm-hmm. So this is just like outside the cusp of Twilight. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I really wish she would have just pushed it a little further mm-hmm. and made it more jokey. Mm-hmm. But the comparison was there the whole mm-hmm. time. Oh, and yeah. Well, and I feel like vampire romance, paranormal romance, is not new. There's more than just Twilight out there. You read Deb Harkness, and her whole, that whole series is a witch and a vampire. And then you've got Dracula, and you've got um, Vampire, or Interview with a Vampire. Like, there Mm -hmm. are a lot of books under this umbrella. And to me, this one was like, I want to steal and borrow from all of these things and just so that it has a familiar vibe to it. Yeah. But she just didn't 
honestly, what really truly ruined it for me was the sex. Like yeah. that, I was like, mm-mm, no, nope, Here's nope, what irritated nope. me about this book series. When you read Dev, you don't instantly go, hmm, this reminds me of Twilight, right? Right. This yeah. was like, oh, she liked Twilight. This is mm-hmm. fanfic. Like, yeah. this was, you can't separate this from that. And yeah. as an author, I am pleading with you guys. I am begging for the love of fucking God. For the love of fucking God. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm begging you people, okay? If you are going to write vampire paranormal romance, stop following Twilight. Stop mm-hmm. following Deb. Stop following, I don't even know what's her name that does True Blood. Make it your own. Create your own. Charlene Harrison. Thank you. Create your own brand new. Well, and 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 they bring in elements of like what was it? Uh, was it True Blood that they, they yeah. talked about in there and Vampire Diaries? Oh, yeah, no, it was Buffy the Vampire. Buffy, he, Buffy, and um, she mentions him not being shiny like <sighs> Edward. Buffy, but it's just but ugh. there was a lot of Buffy reference, which I've still never seen Buffy, which I know you're mad about that. I know, I know, I've still never seen it. You like Joss's writing. But see, I'm not I'm not a Joss fan the way that you are. I'm not a Joss fan anymore. If I ever saw Joss Wheaton in the streets, I would get out Punch my pocket. Punch him in the face. No, 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 no. I would get out my pocket knife, corner him, and take out one of his nuts and mail it to the actress that he disowned. He mm. disrespected so disgustingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably uh, enough so, to get a restraining order. He deserves it. <laughs> I hope he hears this. <laughs> I hope Just, you know what you did, fucker. That, that you disappointed me and you broke my heart. I you broke he my heart. I hope he hears it too because that means we're famous enough now that people like Joss are hearing us. I'd get my first restraining order. <laughs> we've been watching, we've been, I've been re-watching uh, Big Bang Theory with the girls in the downtime. So yeah, my first yeah. restraining order all hanging on my vault. I can't get one from Leonard Nimoy, but that's okay. We learn that Frederick needs Cassie's help to learn how to live in the 21st century after he was mistakenly put in a vampire coma for 100 years. Mm-hmm. What did you think about his progression into the modern world? Did you like his character growth? I think this is the one original part of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple of things that felt original for me. The vampire coma, him hating his companion slash son, Who's like trying to save his life? The whole did he make him? Did yeah, he make they, him? they oh. said that he said that um, he goes. What was his name? I can't remember the guy's name, but he I goes. Can't either I'll look it up. Um, he goes. Yeah, when he bit me and turned me in X, Y, and Z. Like that's how. Like how do you know Frederick? She asks or something like that, and he goes, "Oh, oh he yeah. bit me," and you know, but but but. So technically, he's his vampire dad. So, but. That they guy, hate each other. I love They that. hate each other. There's a few things. I lost my train of thought. What was the question? Um, <laughs> Sorry. Him being asleep for 100 years. Oh. Character growth. Yeah, the character growth. Um, the character growth, the changes, the maturity, the him learning about the real world. This is something that would really happen to a vampire that was like closeted for this long. This is something real that would, that's actually realistic in this whole setup. So I was validating it. That was real. 
it this is where the humor came in with her storytelling and this is where I was like yes this is funny because this would be real like not every vampire has super speed not every vampire can fly this vampire makes pineapples <laughs> you know what I mean like I think that was so fucking hilarious I go when she did that <laughs> he, I makes go, <laughs> he makes fruit I was like and I go and I go when she oh, when I heard that as I was driving to work I went I was like hands on the wheel and I go finally because it's true we always see these vampires with the super cool, super special, ultra rare talents. We never hear about Bob, who, guess what? He can turn on the TV when he snaps his fingers. That's all Bob can do. But you know what? He's a vampire fucker. Reginald. Reginald. Reginald Reggie. is his, Reggie, the Reggie. friend he yep. hates. Like, we don't hear about the vampires that get random sporadic talents. Right. Like, yeah, he's fast, but he really can't do anything else. He makes no, fruit. He <laughs> makes fruit. And you know what? <laughs> As somebody, it made sense because his first thing he left her was like a basket of kumquats and he was just like, I just had these lying around. And she's like, how do you fucking have kumquats just like lying around? Just like, these are super subtropic. Like, where the fuck these come from? His, it's like, winter in Chicago. His like mystery like closet, closet reminded me of like Monica in her closet of things that don't fit together, right? Um. Oh. oh man, that was funny. But yeah, so for me, I agree. Like that to me was original. I thought she brought that humor in, yes. and I liked that. Um, that I was more it realistic. Was weird. Because we're, you're gonna in more like if vampires are real. Let's just mm-hmm. fucking go in their world for a second. Mm-hmm. If vampires are real, we're more likely gonna meet those random guys that have the plain everyday special magic, not the. I can hear your thoughts, magic. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So, uh, you're a Gilmore fan, right? Yeah. Okay, you know Trix, uh, Richard's mom? Yeah. The, the first Lorelei Gilmore. Yeah, the original. <clears throat> um, you know how she shows up dressed in, like, all black, and she yes. looks sort of like... Uh, m- like a picture, like one of those... Like, she looks ladies. like Downton Abbey. Like, she looks like this... Right, yes. That is 100% how I pictured his mom. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and you'll take it off the TikToks? <laughs> you'll take it off the TikToks. <laughs> All right, maybe we were too harsh on this book. There, you. there are good parts. There is. It's Okay, here's the thing. I'm not taking away from her humor or her writing or her creativity. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying the idea wasn't thought out. It wasn't fully developed. For me, it was still the sex. But anyway. Um, We're getting okay. issues with that, too. We are getting there. Unlike Twilight, we learn that vampires in this world can have sexual relationships with humans basically all the time. Like because he grows bananas when he's nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> Finish the question. I apologize. April dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think about this take on the vampire lore? It's much more similar to like the Dracula lore of yeah. like bed them and then like fuck them and then eat them. Yeah. Um, but what did you think about it? It makes more sense with the way the OG lores go, right? Mm-hmm. That it's a draw that the vampires draw you in like predator and prey, right? It mm-hmm. is a scientific biological thing where they draw you in and then they have to have, it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that way versus the vampires have spur and are sparkly 
Twilight exit, you know, version. I still have an issue with there's no blood flow. So, like, how do they get erect? Unless yeah. are they just erect all day, all day long. And Tom was sitting next to me. I was listening to this one in my office uh-huh. um, while I was working on this amazing diamond art painting that Katie got me for Christmas. But um, I was like, I don't get it. Like, how do they get erect? And Tom has this whole theory that there is a flow. It's not a blood flow inside the vampires, but it's a a flow of their venom because they still have, they still have something coursing through their veins. It's just their venom. And so then I'm like, okay, I'll give you that. But then instead of having sperm, they would, instead of impregnating people, they would change every woman they fucked. Okay, but that's why they suck, like, drain the blood out of them before they die. And so that their blood doesn't, so that finishes, that, that gives more. But why did Cassie become a vampire? They wore protection. Did I they? Thought, I don't know. <laughs> I was even smart ass. Are that can withstand vampire venom? I need answers. I need it. Get answers. on Reddit. Where is it? <laughs> Find it on Reddit, Tom. <laughs> I need some fucking answers. <laughs> Where's the vampire scientists? A vampireologist. <laughs> well, there are because there are people that study. Mm, yeah, cryptics. Crypt- cryptologists. Yeah. yeah, cryptics. All right. They're currently in the the Appalachians searching for Mothman. Last I checked. Hmm. I thought they just always searched for uh, Yetis. They're never mm. going to find. Yeti, yeti, yeti. They're never going to find Bigfoot. They're never going to. There was an entire show dedicated to finding Bigfoot. And they never fucking found him. Because Bigfoot's just a guy that's hairy, homie. Who lives in the woods. But, okay. I I thought really bad thoughts at that moment. (laughs) You need to stop reading those fucking romances. It's those free ones on Kindle that's getting ya. (laughs) It was creepy little fuckers. My father-in-law gave us my mother, my late mother-in-law's Kindle, and oh, he's still paying nice. for Kindle Unlimited. And I was like, I don't think you want me to use this because, like, I don't think you understand what I read. And he was like, I never asked Diane what she read. You can read whatever you want. And I'm like, hmm, can I buy porn with my late mother-in-law's Kindle Unlimited account? Feels what does like she have on there? Okay. I don't know. I haven't so look, actually. How about this? If gauge it on her library, if <laughs> well, it's I... as spicy or equal to what she has, it's a green light. Anything that's fire truck over, no, that's the rule. <laughs> Draw a line on what Diane had. Let Diane be your guiding conscience on Diane's Kindle. <laughs> oh, there's no way in hell I would let Diane be my guiding conscience. <laughs> I do things to her son that she would not approve. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm with Diane there. No, she's <laughs> That's my brother. In a way I can't explain. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so sorry, Diane. Please me, forgive I me am for too. this conversation. I am so, so sorry, Diane. Gosh. Okay. Let's um, talk about vampire sex instead. Unsurprisingly, Cassie and Fred- Frederick fall in love. And I want to talk about the first time they have sex. I do so too. So scene is open door, has a good lead up. Um, for me, the blood drinking absolutely killed the entire book. So, I want to, I'm a tattle on myself here. Um, I got to the oral sex part of that. 
Mm-hmm. And um, he goes to it, town on her. Mm. He does, but it was like awkward for me and like making me uncomfortable to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So I uh, jumped to the end of the chapter and I didn't finish the chapter. What the fuck, Molly? It All was the just, fucking books that I read. <laughs> it's after, it, and this was after you told me that it made your stomach sick. And it was like, okay, that is the second sign I do not need to be reading the sex scene. Because <laughs> I literally got to the sex scene and you text me and like, he's drinking blood. And I was like, yeah, I'm out. Homie, I'm out. Yeah, so since you didn't fucking read it, I guess I'll tell you what happens. So no! basically... <laughs> Basically, he's never had sex ever without without blood being involved. He tells her that before they really start. And um, she realizes as they're they're fucking, like he's penetrating her at this point, um, not with his tongue, but with his penis, um, that he's not going to be able to finish. He cannot have an orgasm without blood. And so she reaches up and Sucks sticks her finger in his mouth and gives him permission to suck blood from her finger while no. he's fucking her. And I was no. like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's for a no for me. Hundreds of years, men have not given a fuck if we've finished. <laughs> hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of millennia. Men have not fucking cared. One of us cannot care if you finish. Well, he didn't care. He was like, it's fine. You finished. I'm happy with that. Like, let's let it go. And he, but yeah. And uh, that, that that's not the only time it happens. Like they have sex again and then happens again. So like, this is like now a part of their sex life is that he drinks blood from her while he has sex with her. And this is a plot as a, um, what do you call it? The, um, uh, Plot hole, but not that. It's a counter to what, what am I thinking of? Contradiction. It's a contradiction. That's the fucking word. Thank you, Molly. Um, There you go. It's a contradiction of um, the book at the beginning because it talks Mm -hmm. about the way to become a vampire, or maybe not the beginning, maybe the middle. The way to become a vampire is you're a bitten, okay? So... You either bite and make them a vampire or you drain them and they are your food. So how the fuck is Cassie still human? It's so... This is not the only inconsistency in this book. Inconsistency! That's the other fucking word I was looking for. So, in the beginning of this book, when she gets the notification (laughs) about the job listing, Mm -hmm. okay? Oh, wait, Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about this job, right? You want me to wait for that? No, go ahead. Okay, so she gets an email about this job listing and in that... She goes, oh, the email from my old Emma monitor says that they're hiring somebody with my special skills. I don't think I'll get it, but I'll apply. And then when she goes to the interview, she goes, I never went to a school like this. But So I, I never would... picked that up because she does talk about going to public school with her best friend. They grew up in yes. public school together. And then this is a private school. So I didn't catch that. Um, you texted me that. So I cannot confirm that you're correct on that. That's okay. I know I, I don't. am. Because okay. it really irritated me. Because I, you know how I am about consistencies in book. And like, especially since mm-hmm. I find my own freaking inconsistencies all the time. Well, this book ends with them getting engaged. But essentially not just engaged to be married. Like he's asking her, will she turn for him? 
And the color of the gem is red. Because when because when you propose to someone asking them to become a roommate, uh, your your va- your roommate to become a vampire, of course you propose with a ruby, not a rope diamond. Well, listen, it's only been like the last maybe seventy years that diamonds have been the engagement right. ring. I know. I was just. <clears throat> it's just blood and red together. Is just and it's his favorite color. It's cliche. It's cliche. All right, Cassie is the cliche failing millennial who has more education than work. Eventually, she applies to a very prestigious art show in a private school for the arts. One goes her way and the other doesn't. Were you surprised by this character growth? Did you did you think there was character growth? The woman does. I mean, she makes art with trash bags and plastic wrap and mm-hmm. Kroger bags and uh, chip bags mm-hmm. and McDonald's wrappers and stuff. Yeah, weird shit. Weird shit. And it, that's fine. You know what I mean? Every art's their own. Everything's a piece of art depending on the onlooker, right? It is mm-hmm. beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So mm-hmm. I'm not judging her style of art, but she was submitting a piece for a very specific thing and it mm-hmm. didn't fit that very specific thing. So she was mm-hmm. surprised that she didn't get into the thing that was very specific about what she, they wanted. Yeah, I, I 100% knew she wasn't going to get the art she show. She was not going to get that because they were very specific about the theme they were sticking to. Right. She was just too out of the box. Right. I didn't think she was going to get the art show either, but I did think she would get the job. I knew um, she would because she the would. The thing is that. for me, I'm not sure that this is character growth for her. I think this is just her being told by her man, you can do it. And yeah. her believing him. It's her having growth in herself. Like, yeah, and, and there's two sides of this. Like, I love it when Tom is encouraging to me. Like, it does make me feel powerful and okay. able to do things a little bit yeah. outside of my comfort zone. But I also have to start believing that shit in myself, you know? Yeah. And, and I don't and think Cassie ever did. She still felt very inadequate. It was just like, oh, Frederick says I can do it, so I'll go do it. I can pump you up all I want. Mm-hmm. They're just platitudes, though, if you don't believe in yourself. Yeah. And that's it. You know, yeah. like, you have to believe so, in it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the last thing I want to talk about, um, unless you have something else, but the last thing I want to talk about is the cover art for this book. So if you're on YouTube, here's what the cover mm-hmm. art looks like. If you are not on YouTube, I'm going to give you a brief description. Um, it looks like a um, old style comic. Kind of Riverdale-y. Where you've got, Yes. Where you've got a blonde woman who is clearly the clutch her pearls heroine, and then a vampire hanging upside down. Um, And this this hair doesn't even match Cassie's hair in the book, and it doesn't Um, match his hair. No, neither of them look like the characters on the cover. Mm -mm. So we don't talk about covers a lot on this pod, but this one it super bugged me, Molly. So the cover gives the expectation of a vintage vampire story. Like I was thinking, this was going to be like. A vintage vampire story. Um, it just isn't what we got. So am I alone in feeling like I got duped by the cover? I am so mad at this cover. Yeah. I am so mad at this cover. Okay, that cover gave me girl in her in the late 50s, early 60s, trying to bust out on her own, trying to find mm-hmm, her own place. Mm-hmm. She finds a roommate, but little does she know the roommate's a vampire. Ah! <laughs> I got that same impression. That's what I was vibing with, okay, when Mm -hmm. I saw this. And 
because we have started this thing where we are not reading the back or inside we're the not. cover. We're mm-hmm. not because we have two. We don't have time. We don't we're have time. time. We're and we're going to have to read the book anyway, so we just do it. We're giving you guys the benefit of the doubt. So with your cover art, you are supposed to be setting the tone with your fucking book. Mm-hmm. Set the fucking tone. And if the goal was to make this, yes. And if the goal was to make this like the uh, the cartoon cover rom coms now, um, yeah. So, like, spoiler alert, for example, Olivia Dade. Spoiler alert. If this was the goal to be something like this, you failed because you set the design to be a classic comic style. It looks like a comic book from the 60s or 70s, yep. 50s even. Like, so, it looks like it looks like Stan Lee fucking drew it. Look at this one. Okay, I just DNF'd this, okay? Look how cute that is. So cute. You you DNF'd it, so it's not a good one? I'm going to pull up, I'm going to try the audiobook on a break, but um, trying to physically read it is, it's chunky. Too much. Oh, okay. It's chunky. Does that make yeah. sense? The yeah. writing is like. Yeah. And it's just, I feel like I'm jumping in the middle of a book, and yeah. it, 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 it's yeah. missing shit. By the way, for those of you that can't see the cover, it was Raiders of the Lost Heart. Yes, it is um, by Joe Segura, S-E-G-U-R-A, Segura. What, well, what bothers me is Allie Hazelwood gives the quote on the top. Uh-huh. So, um, The quote on the top of uh, roommate, My Roommate as a Vampire is Ashley Poston. Bloody delightful. <laughs> Allie Poston, shut it. And we didn't really like the dead romantics. We felt like that didn't go there enough either. And I, which was a shame because I really like her YA series, Allie Poston's YA series. All right. Is there anything else we need to fucking talk about with this book? Um, I'm trying to think. Okay. I want to talk about the best friend. There was no need for a gay best friend. No. Like it changed nothing about Such it. Such a cliche. Like, he could have been... The millennial absolutely has to have a gay best friend. Just because you're not one doesn't mean you have to assume we have them. (laughs) Uh, I'm done. I got nothing else. That was it. (laughs) That was it. Okay, then. I just wanted to bell that stupid bullshit. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, then let's talk about what we're doing next week. Next week, we are reading Sex, Lies, and Sensibility. I'll put the cover right here. Have Tom put the cover right here because I do not have a physical copy of this. Our good friend Nikki Payne will be joining us, and she sent us ARCs, but they're ebooks, so I don't have a physical copy. Um, I'm enjoying the hell out of this book already. It's so cute. And we so loved Pride and Protest, uh, which we read with her last year. um, And and it it was so good. Sex in a limo, y'all. I mean, come on. Okay. So, reminder, gang, that that will not be like our normal episodes. There will be no spoilers. There will be no content. There will be some content about the book, Mm -hmm. but we are going to be talking about Nikki and her writing style and about the book. But we are there to promote it because it will be a brand new book. We are literally releasing our episode the day of release. Yeah. And if you discovered Nikki Payne in the challenge to read more BIPOC authors in 2023... And you haven't actually read her yet, you 100% need to. The way that she is writing is so smart. She has a uh, a degree in anthropology. And so she's coming at things, looking at it 
from that standpoint. And she's writing characters that do not get written in rom-coms or romance novels at all. And she's flipping on its head these classic books. So Pride and Protest is Pride and Prejudice. Sex, Lies, and Sensibility is Sense and Sensibility. Um, And, uh, I mean, this book has not only a Black woman as the lead, but it has a Native American man as the male lead. Yeah. I have never seen that in a romance novel. Never. 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 I'm freaking intrigued. So then we're going to wrap out the month with this monster of a book, The Wall of Winnipeg and Me. And why is it so long, Mariana Zapata? You know why it's so long? Because this was a pay-by-the-page Kindle book for a while. Um, Um, I have... I have it reserved on Libby, and that is not the cover on Libby. (laughs) No, is it just the football helmet? So this is the re-release cover that actually just came out in 2023. And this one was recommended to us by um, somebody I know in the library world who actually recommended it to Heather from Bookables as well. And she loved it. This was also on her list of favorites for 2023. Um, Allie Hazelwood plugs this one. And uh, I'm really excited to read it. I trust Allie after uh, Venture McGee over there. I'm really excited about this one. Um, but uh, anyway, so that's how we're going to wrap out the month of February. Uh, follow us on social media if you're not already. Uh, we'll Seriously. release the March that's books fun. at some time in February. Usually the middle of the month is when we do that. Maybe. We'll think about um, it. I posted a reel in TikTok in January, and it's pinned to the top of our Instagram um, of some books that I'm really excited about that we're doing this season. And it's all books that I've purchased. Mm-hmm. Um and I just got the Gracier today, so that one's not in it's the so reel, but good. that's what we're reading with Chezzy. So. It's so good. Piper and I, I read that, and then Piper read it. She started that book mm-hmm. and physically could not put it down for 24 hours. Yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise me out of Piper. She does that. Does well, that that's all lot, I've got. But... You got anything else, friend? I'm it. I'm out. All right. Well, I guess that's it. We'll see you all next week, besties. Bye, Bye. Thank you for joining us on Book Besties. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of April and Molly, not those of anyone else. Today's book was My Roommate is a Vampire by Jenna Levine. Your Book Besties are Molly Biggs and April Watkins, editing by Thomas Watkins, and music is Sleep Sweetly by Prigida. Don't forget to follow the Book Besties on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you'd like to contact the Book Besties, please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or visit our website, bookbestiespodcast.com. Until next time, besties, get lost in your favorite book.